Welcome to the Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. Larry is the author of over 40 books, the founder of Dove International, a worldwide family of churches and ministries in six continents, and has over 50 years of leadership experience. He and his guests will share inspirational leadership insights from their journey with God. These insights, gleaned from serving leaders in many nations, will transform your life and leadership. For more information on Larry's books and resources, visit LarryKreider.com. Welcome to the Larry Crater Leadership Podcast again this week. With me is Joel Bumberger, two weeks in a row. So much fun last week. Joel, welcome back. <laughs> welcome I'm so back. glad to be here. It's so fun talking about this stuff. It is. But we're going we're gonna to talk today about the whole TikTok world and all that, and then some lessons you've learned about leadership. As, yep. you know, why don't you unpack some of that? Did that start back when you were in the business world? Or how did that all happen? Uh, leadership in particular? Yeah. Well, leadership in particular, especially with... Yeah, the online, all the online stuff you've done. Yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, last week we talked a lot about specifically Lancaster and some of the Jesus Rise that happened here. Incredible the move of God that's happening here. Right. But really, this is global. Exactly. national. Yeah. And there is something really special about Gen Z. Yeah. And I'm going to unpack a little bit more about specifically how God is using TikTok and Instagram and the online platforms for the gospel. Uh, Because I think... One thing that I would just share is God uses everything that he can for the furtherance of the gospel. Yes. And I think that so many times we demonize new technology right. or we demonize something uh, you know, new in the generation. You got to remember, when I was young, they demonized television, radio, right. all that. Right, exactly. Know, it's happening again in yep. another way. But Billy Graham used oh, TV, oh, you know, radio. Amazing. Incredible. Incredible. Um, and so I think we need to be aware of that because, I know I don't believe the devil can actually create anything. He can right. only pervert things. That's right. And I've heard Lauren Cunningham say, uh, who's the you know founder of Youth of the Mission. Yep. Now, I don't know if he's in his 90s or 80s, but... Late inc- 80s, I think. Incredible yeah. man of God. He is. And I remember him saying things that he believes that airplanes were made for the gospel. Yeah, I believe it. To get the gospel into other nations, you know? And, and we've used it for many other things, of course. Sure. And the devil can always distort things... But we as believers need to be ones who will use it for its redemptive purpose, which is the Great Commission and the kingdom of God being established on the earth. So all that to say is I know that there's a lot of things on TikTok that are not great. (laughs) You know, and I know there's a lot of things online that aren't great, but there's actually incredible things happening. And what I'll say is it was in is the pandemic that really caused the explosion of the Jesus movement online. Uh, the gospel movement online, and and I have I can't tell you how many young people that I've talked to, who have said that they're grateful for the pandemic because in it they encountered Jesus in their living room. Wow, the that's amazing. There's so many salvations. I mean, I'm talking hundreds and thousands of salvations that we've personally recorded through the group that I've been a part of based on just people seeing a TikTok video on their living room, in their bedroom, uh, God has really been using it. Beautiful. So, and it was, it was these young people that would get on TikTok and just start sharing messages from the Bible or sharing prayers. And so how it started with me is, you know, obviously the pandemic happened and my primary ministry was to high schoolers and universities well, the high schoolers weren't gathering. Right. We couldn't get into high schools. And and I'm just sitting there like, 
well, what do we do? You know, what do we do? And I had a good friend, Brian Barcelona. You guys should look up Brian Barcelona. He has worked with the Jesus Clubs for years now. And the Jesus Clubs were, it's a high school movement of clubs on high school campuses. Okay. And he was in the same boat. You know, we're working together with circuit riders and the Jesus Clubs. We're like, we can't get on high schools. What do we do? So he approached me. He said, I've heard about some youth on TikTok. And I've heard about them just sharing, you know, short messages. TikTok videos are less than a minute long. Right. He's like, I think we need to do it. He's like, he trained me on like how to do it, you know, specific things you need to be aware of, music and all this stuff. He's like, you should try it. And I was like, I don't know, you know. Yeah. And, and finally, I, I bit the bullet. And every day we shared three short videos. This started when? Three years ago? Four years ago? It was 2020. So two years ago. Two years ago. Wow. Yeah. It was in August 2020. And the first five days, you know, not much happened. I get like 500 views, you know, 300 views. Sure. And then one morning I, I simply said a prayer on this TikTok video that said, hey, why don't you pray with me and give your day to God and, and see how your day goes. And then I prayed a 25 second prayer. That video overnight hit over 300,000 views. Whoa. And there was thousands of comments of people saying, amen, I needed to hear this. Man, I need I needed to get right with God, all this stuff. And I remember, I was like, what is God doing? Oh my goodness. And then I remember somebody commented and said, All right, I'll do it. I'll give I'll take up that challenge and see what happens. And I could tell they were being a little snarky. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's crazy. Well, fast forward eight months later, on that same video, that person commented and just said, Hey, I wanted you to know I took that challenge, I prayed that prayer. And God has completely changed my life over Praise the past eight God. months. And it's all from a TikTok video. <laughs> wow. So that all happened. And um, we began to, we had this collaborative team that we called it, the Jesus Club Collaboration, about 12 of us. And man, the views started to increase. I remember my first video hit a million views. And it was about, I forget which one that one <laughs> was, but I did one on Psalms 23 that is over 2 million views wow. now. Um that is amazing. So it was really incredible. And what would happen is once you hit a thousand followers, you can go live. So you can do a live stream. And I would go live once a week and stu random people would just hop on because it shows up on someone's for you page. And every time I would just share the gospel, it'd be about a 30 minute live. And even before I give an altar call, there would be dozens of people who comment, how can I give my life to Jesus? How can I get right with Jesus? You know, what do I do? And we would see 12, 15, 20 kids every week who would comment, I want to give my life to Jesus. Beautiful. Incredible. And now I know what people are thinking, where they're like, oh, well, you know, is there follow-up? You know, what has happened with those conversions? Which I think is a valid conversation to be had. Sure. So we started, actually created a text-in number. If you give your life to Jesus, text into this number. We'll get you plugged in with a Bible study. We'll send you resources. We'll even try to get you plugged in with the local church. So from oh, that, wow. uh, I started doing a Zoom Bible study with people in a 50-mile radius of Huntington Beach who gave their life to Jesus over TikTok. So I had probably 12 to 15 kids in a Zoom Bible study where I would meet with them every week who had just got saved over TikTok. That is amazing. It's incredible. Now, it gets better. <laughs> There's a student that comes on and he starts asking about baptism. Yeah. And he's like, I just gave my life to Jesus. Uh, I, you know, I texted in the number on your live stream last week. He's like, I want to get baptized. 
And I said, well, let's get baptized. He's like, you live within 50 miles. Is there a way you could make it to Huntington Beach and we'll baptize you in the ocean? And he was like, absolutely. So we ended up going. Our team picked him up. He was 18. He brought his younger brother, Mario, who's 12. And we drove to Huntington Beach. A bunch of other people in the Zoom wanted to get baptized too, but they couldn't come. So they're like, can you baptize us over Zoom? <laughs> so I remember texting Jimmy Nyman, who's one of my mentors. Yeah. I was like, is this theologically okay? <laughs> Am I okay to baptize over Zoom? And what they did is they filled up their bathtub and they wanted so bad to get baptized. So they would dunk themselves as we prayed over That's them over incredible. Zoom. I love it. Um, so Jonathan comes, get baptized in the water, in the ocean. His younger brother, Mario, sees all this happen and says, I want to give my life to the Lord. Gives his life to the Lord right there on the beach. And then his older brother baptizes his younger brother right there on the ocean. Love it. So, and then he started preaching on TikTok. So that was a transformation that happened through TikTok. One, one life. And that's just one story of we have, you know, over the years, over 6,000 text-ins from people getting saved over TikTok. Beautiful. So... That is what God is doing online right now. <laughs> so, and you're doing this as a team. I want to ask you about teamwork anyway. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I made the assumption coming into this podcast that this is something you're doing, but this is something you're doing. You're doing it, but you're doing it with a team. And how does that yep. all work? Explain yep. that more. So, when we started, it was the this Jesus Clubs collaboration, and we had multiple people that we all have kind of like the Jesus Clubs in our bio. Okay. So that people know this is kind of this crew that's right, doing this online right. ministry. And and we would have monthly calls where we would share about testimonies that God's doing, share about some things that are, are hard, some things that we found that are working, and basically just created this leadership collaboration of people who are doing stuff online. And that lasted for about, you know, this past two years. Um, and it's changed shapes now, but it was all of us kind of joining in on this common mission to reach people online. And we were by no means the only ones doing this. There's a lot right. of people. But that was kind right. of our collaborative team right. uh, helping and make and it You happen. shared another important principle in leadership, and that is you know, there's God raises up teams to work together. But teams evolve, and they shift, and they move. Right. And you got to follow the Holy Spirit on this. Right. And new teams start, and yep. they're like... You know, Billy Graham had the same team his whole life, and, and that was powerful and amazing. And I've been blessed to work with people for more than 35 years. It's been awesome. Yes. But there's been teams who start teams, who start teams, who start teams, and there's an evolving of teams, too. Right. Yep. Yep. So now that, like, you know, schools are open again, yeah. there's, you know, some of that team is working on, like, in-person schools again. Sure. Um, others have you know, not maybe taking a step back from the social media to work on more of their youth group and other things. Uh, so I've continued to be a presence on social media. Um, and I've just been so encouraged by what God is doing on there. Um, yeah. It's just amazing. More than a million people would connect with you on TikTok. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I have, I have, Almost 500,000 followers wow. on TikTok. That's amazing. 80,000 on Instagram, and all just for me sharing short little 30-second clips of prayer, of scripture, of gospel. You do this um, every day or every week or as so you go late? How does it work? Over the past two years, it's been one to three times a day that okay. I'm sharing a video. Um, okay. And actually, just recently over the past month, the Lord asked me to take a step back and really now I'm sharing about one to three times a month. Okay. So it's much, much less. I still have a presence there, mm -hmm. um, but it's not as much of a full-time gig because yeah. it takes quite a lot of 
a lot of work yeah. to produce that level of content. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, look, you, you work with leaders, and you're a young leader. You work with all kinds of leaders, young, yeah. old, middle-aged, whatever. And what are some key issues you find leaders facing today? So I think that, you know, in re- even we see, I've been seeing young leaders, yeah. you know, 17 yes. to 20-year-olds yes. who are exploding on TikTok, on Instagram, mm. you know, like I've been sharing and a lot of good things happening. I think a big challenge of leaders today is being um, too concerned about our image okay, and being too concerned about uh, even numbers okay, and outward how things look. Okay. Because I get caught, I got caught up in that rat race. You know, sure. you see, oh my goodness, this video hit a million views. Right. Oh, but this one only hit ten thousand, or this one hit this, or right. hey, that leader's got a million followers, and I've only got five hundred thousand. Right. And we begin to define success about how we very look good. outwardly mm. and about our numbers. And I want to be very careful that this young Gen Z leadership defines success as obedience to Jesus. That's good. And that they find their contentedness in his presence and in the faithful acts of obedience every day. Yeah. Because yeah. I believe that the gospel is going viral like never before. It is. And God wants to use Gen Z for these million view yeah. videos, you know. But if we find that that is what defines success in God's eyes, right, right. you will get burnt out. You will get disillusioned. Uh, mm. You will get insecure mm. because... You think as soon as that doesn't happen, maybe there's something wrong with me. Right. Or you get so caught up in how you look outwardly rather than, hey, Jesus told me to post this video. I'm doing it. Right. As an act of obedience. And then the results are up to him. Mm-hmm. Whether it hits 5,000 people or 2 million people. That's really good. It's about obedience to him. And I think every leader needs to do that because, I mean, I I know that even in the church world, mega churches, church planting, it is easy to say, okay, how many seats are filled? How many churches were planted? (laughs) How many churches were planted? (laughs) And all of that, which those are good godly goals, which I think is valuable. But again, our success has to be determined in, am I being obedient to God? Mm -hmm. Am I loving well? Mm -hmm. Am I being content in his presence. Yeah. And all of that will then add to the goals that we believe God has given us. Yes. Uh, but even if you don't hit the goals, if right. you're loving well right. and you're just being obedient, right. that's what you're in charge of. So good. God's in charge right. of the fruit. <laughs> so good. So we've got you know leaders of all ages listening from around the world. And they, if they were sitting here in this studio right now, and they say, and they say, Joel, if there's one or two or three things I need to be aware of as a leader, as I look to my future, I'm called to be a leader. I'm called to obey Jesus. I just want to obey Him. What would you tell them? Were there any other things you would tell them if they were sitting right here right now? How do I become the leader God has called me to be? So, for example, you yep. mentioned you, one of your mentors is Jimmy Nyman. Yes. So I'm assuming you've had some mentors in your life, mm-hmm. for example. That's one example. Yes. But talk, talk to me. Uh, talk to us about that. What are other things that you would say, these are things you just need to think about as God uses you in leadership? Yeah, I think one of the primary things is just faithfully steward what God has given you. Okay. Um, and don't... Uh, don't be so concerned about, you know, I hear a lot of people say, I'm called to preach or I'm called to ministry. I'm right. like, okay, well then minister right where you're at. Right. Just faithfully right. steward so good. what is right in front of you. You're in a nine to five job right now. That's fine. Then ask the Lord for opportunities 
to preach to your coworkers, to minister right. to to people that you walk by, to your family. It, the, it's faithfully stewarding what's in front of you, even if you see the... Because leaders are visionaries. They see right. where they want to be five years, right. 10 years. Oh, I'm called to build this whole thing. Well, the, re, the way you're going to get there is God's going to open the door, right. and you just have to faithfully steward what's in front of you. Right. So that would be my kind of primary Good. charge to somebody, especially if you're a young leader who's not in ministry yet or feel called to ministry. Well, it's like, well, just you let God be in charge of opening the doors. You just take the next step with what's in front of you. You're called to be a preacher. Preach to the person next to you. You know, you don't Good. need to be in this big church ministry context. Just do what you can. Good. Um, and then I think one of the second things that I would say, I think mentors are very important in our lives. Having uh, father figures right. and leaders who are pouring into us and really receiving from them humbly. Mm-hmm. I think whenever you isolate yourself and think that you have yeah. the new prophetic vision that is just like from the Lord, but are unwilling to hear from other people, that it's going to end in shipwreck. Yeah, that's true. Um, and God might really use you because I believe your vision is probably from him, but it might end in disillusionment. There might be uh, you know, factions or you might burn out. And I just don't believe that it's going to be a full picture of God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it might use you for a time and then it might mm-hmm. fall apart. Yeah. And what I would say in that is I, I've seen my life personally that it's important to have um, many counselors. You know, right. Proverbs says safety and many counselors. Exactly. And I, I say, you know, I think that you should have mentors from different streams is how I would say it. Is because I know that there's some people who have like, I have this mentor or this church and they're only drinking from one right. fountain, if you will, right. which is awesome. But there's also different perspectives from different people in the body of Christ, and you can learn so much. So I have, say, a mentor in the business world. Mm-hmm. I have a mentor from the local church world, mm-hmm. and I have a mentor from a parachurch ministry like YWAM. Right. And if I'm only listening to the YWAM leader, then sometimes I can just get a little bit of a skewed perspective and think that this is the only thing, and then I'm missing out on what... The, the rich wisdom that's from a church leader who has faithfully served in a local church for 30 years. Mm-hmm. But if I'm only looking, hey, in a, a church leader, sometimes I miss out on maybe what God is calling me to do in a more national right. influence. So I say that all to a young leader is find, put yourself under leadership and from multiple streams mm-hmm. and receive really humbly their correction and their input. Yeah. I look back, I'm so grateful for, you know, different mentors from different streams of my life over yep. years. It made all the difference in, in, in the world. Yeah. If we would just been one stream, it would have been skewed, as you said. Right. Now, it, both today and in last week's uh, podcast, you talked a lot about things that you have done, and you, you would talk about that people who work with you, the teams who work with you. Right. Talk to us a little more about that. How does a leader build a team? How, how, does, how does that work practically? Because you've done that again and again and again and again. Yeah. You know, I've been to the Jesus rallies, and that was teamwork. Yeah. And you you were the front person, but it was yep. teamwork all the way. Yeah. And, and even different generations of, of leaders working with you, whatever. So talk a bit about how do you build teams? Are there any keys to building teams? That would help anyone who has a heart for leadership. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. 
You know, I think this is something I'm still learning learning about. So I don't know if I can give keys to building teams, but I would say how important they are. Okay. YWAM Lancaster really helped us with the Jesus rallies, right. provide everything we needed. And I know for me personally, last fall, you know, I did actually a New Year's Eve Jesus rally and I shouldered way too much. And I had, I was an anxious mess. You know, I dealt yeah. with a t- I was dealing with a ton of anxiety, yeah. was having even some anxiety attacks, felt burnout. And I realized it was because I was trying to make it all happen myself. And I was taking, Mm. you know, I wasn't leaning into the grace of the Lord for what I was called to do and then allowing a team to take on the things that I'm not gifted in. So this summer beautifully came together with a team that would put together logistics that I didn't really have to deal with or work with, a team that would help provide prophetic insight and, and I was able to just be kind of the catalytic voice, right. which is one of my primary callings and giftings. Yeah. And I would say that there's importance, you know, we talked about kind of this mentorship. Uh, there's importance to have kind of a team of oversight leaders that are mm-hmm. speaking into it, Yeah. which I think is something to why the Jesus rallies were so successful, what's happening in this region as well, is because there's ones like yourself, Daryl, yeah. uh, the, you know, the lead pastor of Dove Westgate, as well as Kevin Eshelman who provided, Luke Weaver is one of those, they provided oversight and they didn't control it, but they just provided their full blessing, their full support, and would we would come to them and ask them what they think about this, this, and this. So that was an aspect of the team. And then we created a leadership team that would execute kind of the weekly, mm. here's the vision, we're praying into what we want to do every week. We're the ones facilitating it. So here's how it goes. And then within that, I knew I was the one who was just going to bring the catalytic gift of healing, the catalytic preaching message. But they helped, you know, bring the announcement, bring the people in. Even they they brought words at different times. But it really helped take the weight off of myself so that there was multiple people working to make it all happen. Uh, And the last thing that I'll say on that is... I think one of the the important things is leaning into your strengths right. and actually uh, being who you are called to be. Right. Um, and I think, I mean, I went through leadership development where I learned, um, you know, I learned administration, sure. I learned scheduling, I learned, you know, there's all these things you have to do, discipline, character, and serving, you know, stacking chairs. You need to do all of that. But in this stage, I know that my gifting is actually best used when I'm on stage giving words of knowledge. I'm catalyzing because there's a gift of faith as an evangelist that God's given me. And I lean into that. Right. And I'm just like, hey, I know that this is what God's given me, so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do it excellently. And I'm not going to pretend that that's not my gift Mm -hmm. (laughs) or pretend that that I'm not good at that. That is what God's gifted right. me. But I couldn't do it without the infrastructure exactly. of everything else. Exactly. Right? So lean into your gifting as a leader and your strength. You know, it's like the strength finders. Find out what your strength right. is, do it well. But then you need to humbly realize there is so many other people right. that need to make this happen who are just as valuable. Yes. 
It's just gifted in a different in way. In some cases, more valuable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> really. So basically, you're talking about resourcing your weaknesses. I mean, every leader has strengths and weaknesses. There simply are no perfect leaders. Yep. And we often find out what they are. And I find I find the the older you get, often when people get in their 40s, they kind of learning. They come to a place, you know, of uh, where it all kind of begins to fit together. They realize this is. What I was wired for. Right. This is what God made me to do. Yep. And then honor those who can carry areas in their team that would be weaknesses for them. Right. Exactly. And, and that's exactly what you're talking about. And you're, you've done that. You've done that so well. I appreciate such, that. Yes. Such, such a blessing. Well, if people want to get a hold of you, talk to us about that. What's that look like? How do yeah. Do so that? Joel Bomberger, if you look up Joel Bomberger, You'll find me on social All media. Right. All right. Uh, my Instagram handle is actually just Joel Bomb. My TikTok's Joel Bomb. <laughs> oh, really? Um, Facebook's Joel Bomberger. YouTube's yeah. Joel Bomberger. Yeah. So look all that up. Um, and like I mentioned, this podcast, I'm not posting as regularly, but I still have regular content that I'm yeah. posting on there. I do check my direct messages, especially on Instagram. It might take a little while because I get a lot of them, but sure. I'll try to respond. Um, so feel free to email me through that the link that you find on my Instagram sure. uh, or message me on Facebook or, or Instagram, any of those things. Is there anything you want, else that you wanted to share with us today? Well, you know, I there's another testimony that I could share. I'd love to hear it. I love sharing testimonies. Um, so we'll end with this one. It was another online testimony. I just want to encourage you about what God is doing online. Um, there was... As Instagram, you know, I did TikTok, then did Instagram, and I had this girl, I posted about one of our training schools that Circuit Riders was running, which is called the 21 Project. So it's like 10 days revival training for young leaders. It's kind of like this leadership stuff, how to evangelize. I posted about it. This girl messaged me, and she said, hey, I'd love to attend this. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's great. And she's like, the problem is I live in Africa. And I was like, oh, my well, it turns out this is the first year we were doing a school in Africa, in Kenya. It was a pioneering wow. school. And so I was like, hey, actually, we're doing one in Kenya. And she's like, I live in Nairobi. So this girl, who I'd never met before, is following me on Instagram from Africa. So I just want to say that. The videos I'm making here in my bedroom are literally reaching the nations. Beautiful. And she ends up attending that 21 Project 10-day school. And just getting radically transformed, trained in all this stuff. My friend who's out there helping lead the school texted me. like, hey, do you know this girl's testimony? Her name's V. And I was like, no, I don't. Like, she just randomly messaged me. I, I didn't know anything. And she's like, well, listen to her testimony. This is word for word, her, her words. Um, she says, I was addicted to porn since age five. And I was stuck in homosexuality and broken. I knew Jesus was the only one who could save me, but I didn't know how to get saved. Then I saw a video from a guy called Joel Bomberger on Instagram. Wow. And I gave my life to Jesus, and I was set free from all the addiction and the homosexuality. And then I heard about this 21 Project School, and that's why I'm here. Wow. And that was just so incredible to me. That's incredible. I had no idea, you know, yeah. I had no idea that that happened. She never messaged me and said, hey, I gave my life to, to Jesus because of you. This all happened without me even knowing. Uh, but that's the thing that God is doing online right now. Yeah. And she got practically trained. She was out there evangelizing and learning all this stuff. Um, and the leadership principle I'll pull out of that is it was through faithful obedience. Yes. I had no idea what the what was happening 
behind the other side of those videos. But I felt the Lord say, post on Instagram one, two, three times a day. And I just was faithfully posting. Yes. And so you never know the impact you're going to make. As a young leader, it ties back to the beginning, faithfully steward what's been given you in front Beautiful. of you. And let the Lord be in charge of the fruit. And you'll see lives transformed, his kingdom built Beautiful. as you step out in obedience. Thank you, Joel Bomberger. That was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, on sure. It was and great. everybody, check out the show notes. You can get all of Joel and see what God's doing with him and through him. Joe, I'd like you to do one more thing in closing today. Yeah. They've got all these people throughout the world listening to this, this podcast and call a call from God for leadership. I'd like you to pray. Some yes. some call to say, I, I want to do this TikTok, TikTok thing or whatever. Yep. All right. And just just pray, pray for God's grace to be on them. And then yes. we'll, close, we'll close the podcast. Yes, absolutely. Would love to. Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity, God. I thank you for all of the people that are listening right now. I thank you that you see where they're at, yeah. that you know them. And I pray right now, even as they're listening, that Holy Spirit, you would descend upon them in power. I pray, God, that you would baptize them with your Holy Spirit and your power right yes, now. God. Lord, I ask that you would anoint them for the call that you have on their life. Lord, I pray even for just a viral anointing over yes. these leaders that what they're doing would be taken and would be expanded in mm. Jesus' name, that you would just anoint the work of their hands. I pray for more boldness. I pray for more healing to take place through their ministries. And Lord, I ask that you would open up their ears to hear your voice, to know exactly what that next step is, Thank you, Lord. to know exactly what they mm. need to do to faithfully steward what's in front of them, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that even those who feel called to online ministry, God, for you to anoint their words and their videos for those already leading churches, I pray for just more of an anointing for virality so that the gospel would go viral and that you would rest mm. on them with power, even right where they're at, yes. Jesus' name. And I just, last thing, Lord, I just pray that all anxiety would mm. just lift off of anybody. If people yeah. feel anxious or that they've been shouldering too much or they feel burned out, I pray that anxiety would leave yes. in Jesus name, Jesus' name and that you would bring to them a team that would be able to mm. accomplish the vision and the goals that you have put in their heart. Mm. In Jesus' name, we honor you and thank you, yes, God. Lord. Amen. Amen. Joel, that was awesome. Thank you. Thanks again for being here. Yes. And for everybody, thanks for joining us today. Check out the show notes, learn more about the, the ministry of Joel Bomberger. And looking forward to talking to you all next week on the next Larry Carter Leadership Podcast. God bless you. Have an amazing week in Jesus. Thank you for listening to Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. If you want more information about any of Larry's books, daily devotionals, small group resources, or any other teachings, go to LarryKreider.com.